This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our preview show. I start with an apology. I apologize that there was no 8am show this morning. In fact, there was an 8am show, which about a thousand people got to see and then no one else um, because it disappeared. Uh, it, it Basically, I say it disappeared. It's completely my fault. I pressed the wrong thing on the wrong system on StreamYard, um, privatizing the video and then naturally getting rid of the video. It was... Uh, yeah, it, it's been a hectic morning. I can only apologize that that show was not uh, broadcast to everybody. As for those that managed to watch it, you'll know that I had a really busy morning uh, and I was rushing through the questions at the end to move on um, to get to stuff I needed to do before I then started work at 10 o'clock. And in my rush and stupidity was clumsy and pressed the wrong thing. So I can only apologize. I'll be back tomorrow morning. We'll have 48 hours worth of news to chat through, more updates on Mudrick. You know, the update being there is no update, but hopefully there might be something to talk about then. We'll have a little bit of a chat about transfers in this show as well uh, with our guests. But yeah, I do apologize for that. Thank you to all the kind messages that we got uh, and the understanding that I got throughout the day as well. Uh, I love the messages of people saying that they didn't know how to start their day or they couldn't go to work anymore because part of their morning routine is now the 8am show. So it's threw them off entirely. I, again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry your day was completely ruined um, because of that. But uh, thank you for joining us here and now. And uh, as I say, I'll be back to normal tomorrow morning. Um, let's uh, introduce to you my guests today. First of all, it's Dan. How are you doing, Dan? You good? You well? Good evening. How are you? You okay? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Um, were you thrown off by this morning's chaos? To be fair, I was probably still sleeping. of the live show. No. It's more of a, I'll catch up because my alarm hasn't gone off I'll, by that point. I'll type catch of up listening. later. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't even <laughs> catch it, unfortunately. This week, I've been off the radar at 8am. So, yeah, ne- next week, I'll be back. 
<laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, also joined uh, by the ever-present Mr. Positive Man himself, it's Ojo. How you doing, mate? I could Hi. see he was looking away from the screen at the time. So when I was saying Mr. Positive, I was like, oh, oh that's me. I knew that. So I'm going to turn around and look at the screen. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? I'm good. I'm good, Tom. Actually, my internet is kind of wonky. So I was trying to figure out maybe mm. I should join it from another system. Normally, when I come on your show, you know, that is a curse. I need to figure out other ways. Hopefully, it's on your internet rather than the uh, rather than the game tomorrow. That or Sunday, rather. Good thing it's tomorrow, but we're doing quite an early preview for this one. Um, if there's any issues, uh, maybe jump out and then jump in on a different device if that works. But uh, but you're fine for now. So hopefully it will hold. Uh, and lastly, uh, making up our our quartet for the evening, it's Paul. How are you doing, Paul? You good? You well? I'm good, mate. Yes. Thanks for having us on. No, thank you for jumping in. Uh, I, I should say, our good friend Australia Mike was was meant to be coming on. We assume he slept through this. Uh, and Paul, being the absolute legend that he is, has jumped in last minute as well. So uh, very much appreciate you doing that, Paul. And uh, look forward to hearing all of your views on what is going to be, hopefully, the ending of a bad record. Because Arsenal haven't won away at Spurs in the league since 2014. I don't want this getting to a decade, Dan. I really don't. But how are you feeling ahead of the derby? Positive. Very positive for once. Like last year, I think there was a bit of apprehension. But this year, why not? Like we are riding high. They're, they're not doing so great. And they're fearing us coming. So look, come on, man. I'm, I'm positive. I think we're going to do them. May not be by much, but we're going to do them. Ojo, do you sharing Dan's optimism going into what is typically a very tricky fixture for us? I'm always positive, Tommy. This is not a surprise. Have I ever been negative or a downcaster? You know? hmm. Melancholic of this situation? This is Spurs, this is Arsenal going there. So we should, at least at a fan perspective, look to you know take the three points. What is there is just you know going across the street to you know the never bins and to grab what is ours. Especially in this season where the way we have been playing, we should we should feel positive. Mm, we should be confident. We should be confident going there. Paul, how are you feeling ahead of it? It's a tough one. Oh, have we lost Paul? Oh, no, he's there. I can. See- Paul, are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear see us? Yeah. <laughs> what are you feeling ahead of it? I'm quite positive, actually. Very positive. Um, last, last year away, we... Uh, we had Rob Oldham, we had um, Cedric, we had uh, El Nene. Um, yeah, Rob Oldham was hung out to drive by Cedric, in my opinion, because he was going forward, mm. chasing Son back, and he was having to deal with the whole stuff himself. And yeah, I think that this it's a different it's a different team. We're, we're better than them. We're going to beat. One of my favourite comments of all time in the chat box, uh, Roy, uh, is says, Tom, I hear the FA are charging you with failing to control your web stream this morning. You have until Monday to answer to the charge. <laughs> that might be one of the best comments we've seen. Um, of course, this, this North London derby, Dan, is now potentially the third game in a row Arsenal might get charged. We've managed to get back-to-back FA charges. I mean, what have you made of this chaos? Like, um, I think it's ridiculous, like, to be honest. It, it is, but you, when you look at what we're on the receiving end of and then we're getting charged for retaliating or, or, or doing the same thing, it's just ridiculous. Mm. But I will happily, happily take a charge 
down at the White Hart Lane, yeah, if we're going to beat them. Happily, happily. Let, let it happen. Let us get 17 red cards. Everyone on the bench is getting booked. Okay. <laughs> as long as we beat them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I find it difficult not to think that Arteta speaking the way that he has done about these in press conferences, Ojo, is maybe a little bit of a mind game regarding trying to preempt or leave some kind of superstitious conditions in a way of saying like, you know, we're getting all this pressure. Do you think he's influencing the referees ahead of the derby at all with what he's been saying in press conferences about this topic? I think regardless of what our data says, do you think the referees are intelligent enough to understand what he's trying to communicate? I don't think so. As we walk into this game, I think we are not taking on 11 men of Spurs. We are taking on 16 members on the pitch. It's 11 there, three of those fools running around in black t-shirts and the idiot who sits in front of VAR, wherever that is. So I, to, the fact that we are getting punished for ask, questioning referees, where, where it is routine, where even if, when Klopp does it, it is lauded as uh, passion. When Arteta does it, you know the meme where you have flirting and harassment? This is literally what's happening for <laughs> Arsenal right now. So I think we should not let the game go down to the officials. We should not. We, we know what uh, you know. Spurs will do, especially Conte and what Harry Kane is all about. I, I feel that Arteta should teach the team and give it as added motivation, just like he put up the, the tweet of... Uh, you know, Ivan Tony as motivation for that game. You should put up the FA, you know, chat saying this is this what these fools are thinking about. You know, score four past them. Let them all be long shots from Aaron Ramsdale. The FA can't do anything about it. Mm. It's it's a nice way of putting it, oh Joe. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I I love his descriptive ways, but I never think I'd hear about using a meme to describe uh, the officiating at Arsenal. But that's that's new heights for your Ojo there, uh, Paul. Uh, when it comes down to kind of the little decisions, we've oh maybe we've lost Paul. Paul's gone. <laughs> Paul's had enough. <laughs> He's I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> I told you it's a curse. It's a curse from you losing your first dream as getting internet issues in the. In this one, you know, we are definitely oh, Paul, going to win. Paul. <laughs> Paul, can you hear me, mate? Can you see me? Can you hear us? Oh, I can see you. Everyone kept freezing, so I don't know if that's okay. I think, I think that's it might be end. the internet on your end, um, but I'm hoping that maybe you could answer the next question. <laughs> if you need to run, just let us know. We'll let you shoot as well. But uh, you know, we've typically gone to White Hart Lane, or now, of course, to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and consistently conceded a penalty. Someone's made a mistake. It's very frustrating whenever we go there. Do you feel as though our team have matured somewhat since the last time we went there or the last few times we've gone there so that you're less sure that maybe that might repeat itself again? I think so, and I think our defence is better. I've been in the past where, where you've had Son running at them, Kane, you know, making them pay because they think, oh, they see it gets to Kane. I think I've lost Paul. Confident. Oh, you, your uh, internet's going all over the place, the moment, mate. And... <laughs> oh, I can hear like little fits and spurts. Maybe if you go and reset the router and come back, Paul, that might work. That's what I'm going to give you a chance to go and do that, mate. Hopefully, Paul can sort out his internet and uh, and we'll come back to him shortly. But uh, it's <laughs> I, I I Dan can't help but think that that Kane penalty is an inevitability whenever we go there. Are you feeling the same way? And it's, he's gone, he's near the record, isn't he, for Spurs? Top score as well. Yeah. One, yeah. He's one off. One off. He one off. One off, yeah. So it's it's on the cards. But the thing is, is um, 
optimism is is in my <laughs> I don't want to see him get that that record against us for one because you'll never hear the end of it two the penalty if we defend smart and avoid his dangling leg him and son are going to be practicing that all week to stick their leg out as they run run past but as as Paul did say it's a different defense this year you know we we've got a bit more maturity they're they're a lot more organized Ben White is going to definitely occupy son more than Son will hopefully occupy him. You know, he's getting down that wing and with, with Partey and um, Saliba coming across, he ain't going to have a run of the field as much as he did against Holding. Holding didn't have legs at all, did he? Like, you know, that that when he got beaten the first time, outpaced and got uh, saw Son running away at the defence, he did everything he could to rip him down, pull him down, jump him, kick him in the back, you know, to do what he could to put him off. And then in the end, he got himself sent off. So... Hopefully this time maturity and the the just the passion that we're showing right now will lead them through and get them to the end of this with a clean sheet. Mm. Yeah, fingers optimistic. crossed. We, we hope. Yeah, it's, it's good to be optimistic. You know, I think Paul what Paul was talking about earlier on in the show when he said, "Oh, Joe, that you know, last time we played Spurs, we had Cedric holding Tommy Asu was at left back, El Neni. This time we're going to have Ben White, we're going to have Saliba, we're going to have Zinchenko and Partey. I mean, that's a massive difference, isn't it, for this game?" Yeah, speaking of Paul, it, I, I think he was using the router from the last time we actually beat Spurs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might he's... be. He might be. He might be sorted now. Paul, are you back? Can you hear and see us? Yes, I've turned off I've turned off my uh, Wi-Fi and gone 4G. Lovely stuff. I think that's probably the better way forward. It seems to be working good. So, oh, Joe, sorry, mate. Carry on. I think Rosiski just scored in his screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as, as uh, Dan was saying, the team is different, but uh, the mentality has to be better because um, we have travelled to their grounds a lot of times where they were down and uh, we were in the ascendancy. And it even last year, we were on form. We were expected to beat Spurs. Mm. We, we can Now, maybe we say that uh, we had a lot of players out, but when we went into that game, we were not looking at our team as a weaker team. We, we thought we were going to go there and get a result. And uh, we actually only wanted a draw. So, I feel the mentality has shifted this year. Even though there was a draw against Newcastle, I don't think the players are so low. And uh, if if this is actually a new Arsenal, not just uh, Arsenal for a title charge, but an Arsenal that Arteta thinks that can challenge in the years to come, or a, a resurrected Arsenal, then, then we should go there and uh, uh, impose ourselves. We try to do that every year, but we should go there for a win and play as though we are on top of the league. Now, you look at teams like uh, City or Liverpool, even though they tend to go to uh, Spurs and lose, but uh, they, ne- they never go there and play cowardly. And I understand we need tactics, but if you're on top of the league and you're the most dominant team in the uh, the league this year, then you should go and play as it is. Yeah, uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, as you say, you, you know, you want to play like a team that's top of the league, and yet we've seen teams that are top of the league go to Spurs and, and lose. And Paul, what do you feel about this? Do you feel the way in terms of how we should approach the game? Because do you think we should going into to play our game? We know that they're going to play on the counter because one of the one of the best counter attacking teams in the league with a manager that loves to play that style of football. Though this season, arguably, it's, it's certainly not gone as well as it has in previous seasons. Or do you think that we should maybe try and, and second-guess them and adapt our play a little bit to travel there? How do you think we should approach this one? I think we should play our game. I think we should like, 
Grisham, Bretton in their own half. Mm. Um, I don't think, if if we play our game, I don't think they get out of their own half. They might have the odd ball over the top, but I think Saliba and Gabriel can deal with that. Um, but I'd, I can't... The way they play defensively and try and hit on the break, I don't think we're going to allow them to do that. I think part A will be there in the middle, they'll stop them out balls. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the, a lot of teams have tried that long ball over the top against us. Gabriel and Sleeve have been dealing with it well. There's been some times where teams have got in behind um, and it has it has kind of gazumped us a little bit. But the more that happens, obviously, the more tests and more practice that our defenders are going to have dealing with that type of, of option. And it is eventually, hopefully, going to put us into a position where we can be a little bit more... Um, preemptive of what the opposition are going to ultimately do. Um, let's go to the lineups then. Dan, talk us through your 11, of course, first for the benefit of those listening on audio and why you've selected that and your star player too. Okay, cool. So, um, gone with the same 11 we usually go with. So, Ramsdale in goal, Zinchenko left, Gabriel Saliba at the back with White, Partey, Jacques Odegaard in the middle, and then Martinelli, Saka, and our boy Eddie up top. Um, are you left handed? No, I'm right-handed. Oh, interesting. It's just interesting you went from left to right rather than right to yeah, left. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's the way I was reading it. The screen is oh, on the left-hand side, so I'm reading it yeah, across. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've gone with Eddie as my star man. I think purely based off the fact the fans need a reason to get behind him, or some fans need a reason to get behind him. And this could be one of those moments where he's off-the-shoulder kind of uh, attacking, sitting on the last man, could prove sort of detrimental to Tottenham's defence, especially seeing as they are sitting so deep. It's only going to take one ball, him spinning, getting in behind and he's got his first and then they're going to crumble. So we only hope that he is in that frame of mind on the day to sort of like really push and go at them because I could see him having a great game, especially if Odegaard and them are on, are, are on fire, putting the balls through. You know, low blocks, they do pose a problem, but we did get through the last one. It's just a fact we just didn't have that clinical finish at the end of it. Like, so hopefully he, he turns up with his shooting boots on and we get one early doors. If he does, do you think this is the type of game that will change minds about Eddie and Katia? Because, you know, we've Very done much. preview shows with some of our guests have been like, I, I mean, oh, Joe, for instance, I mean, when you came on when we first <laughs> thought about putting Eddie and Katia in, you're like, nope, let's just put injured Jesus in instead. <laughs> do you think, Dan, this is... This is one of yeah. those games where if he performs, we see a, an overnight definitely. shift of opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because of the, the added Spurs factor, and as you've done there nicely, put put them in our shadow. Mm. This is the one that, it, yeah, it inspires. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because this is the one that inspires the fans, doesn't it? It's the one that rouses us up, gets us all fired up. And um, I think he, he will earn a bit of a a brownie point or two if he, if he nets and, and we sink them, especially with all the all the talk we've heard over the last five years of how we've we've fallen behind them and yet they still got nothing to show for it. Mm. It's time to sort of bury them and, and start taking our mantle back. So I hope he does. I, I, I'm, I'm putting it out. I hope he does. I was going to go Martinelli, but I'm going to put my, my, my money on Eddie this week. Yeah, uh, Anton in the chat says that yellow card suspension problem still with us. I think this is the last game um, yeah. that it counts for. So if Saliba 
or uh, just Saliba, I think it is, uh, or Saka, no, not Saka, Saka's on three. But if Saliba gets a yellow in this one, he would miss uh, the game against Manchester United. Saka and Gabriel, I think, are on three. Um, so, yes, that's not too much of a problem. But obviously, we want to see Saliba. I thought Saka was just on the three. I'm going to quickly You said he was on up. four last show. I think someone... I think I got it wrong, though, because I think I included oh, the Carabao Cup yellow card. Um, but I'll check right. in a second. Ojo, whilst we are checking, you've selected Saka as your star man with the same 11, of course, as Dan. Talk us through that. Well, I selected Saka as a star man because he's star boy and it is time for him to become the star man now. Because I look at the Spurs team and, and all their back line is underperforming. You, you look at their midfield and they have Bisuma. And personally, I think Bisuma was only playing well because he had a case on him and he could have get arrested any time. Ever since the case dropped, he realized he's a free man and he's been playing like a, a guy who has nobody chasing him. And the sun is underperforming. And as we, as Tom, you said, we've been conceding the same kind of goal throughout the season. There's a ball that comes over Gabriel. And every time Saliba tries to cover that portion, he, 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 he seems to be in two miles. Now. I, feel, I feel that sometimes he just has to follow his gut and go hoof the ball to the touchline. Because you never see that ball played over Saliba. And you never see, you know, Gabriel thinking twice to come and clear the ball because Saliba always has White giving him protection. But uh, when Sinchoko goes up and Gabriel has to follow him, I feel that Saliba is trying to learn the game and this is somewhere that uh, Spurs could actually hurt us. So that is something that, you know, I am worried about. And if I am worried about, I hopefully the analysts in our club are more worried about that. Mm. But apart from... That thing, I, I don't think Spurs have actually anything to, to you know, scare us with. If they start playing out from the back, that is just suicide for them. Um, if if I was managing Spurs, I'd probably get us relegated. But if I was not allowed to do that, then, uh, I would say kick the ball up to Harry Kane and hopefully he manages to get one ball down and try to hit the gap between... You know, Sinchenko and Gabriel. And this is something that we should try to avoid. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because when we went to Brighton and Zinchenko played left back, we looked secure. And then ironically, when we brought off Zinchenko and brought Tini and Tomiyasu on, we looked more vulnerable in the wide areas, more so on Tomiyasu's side on the right. But we looked more vulnerable. And I think Zinchenko is certainly improving in his defensive game. And I think Gabriel's presence is definitely a massive influence on that. So the hope, I think, is that we will see Zinchenko still remain relatively important in terms of um, his defensive ability. But against Liverpool, Arteta threw everyone off and played Tommy Assi left back. So who knows what Kulosevsky will face on Sunday. Um Paul, again, you've gone for the same lineup as as uh, Dan and Ojo, uh, but you've gone for Ben White as your star man. Why is he standing out for you in this one? I just think that um as as um Ojo said um Son hasn't been at his greatest. I think that um Ben White is gonna have Having on toast this, this uh, game. Um, he's, I, 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 can, I can just see him like pushing some back all the time, all the time. Going, mm. um, you know, getting the ball whip, uh, through to Saka. Uh, and I think it just creates so much space. And yeah, I just, I just can see him being like the main man there at the back. 
Yeah, he has improved so much since coming on and and into this team. And I, I always bring this up because Ben White cost so much money contextually when we bought him. And there were so many questions about why we paid that much money for Ben White. And he so quickly had certain sections of the fan base kind of using his surname as a bit of a different word, shall we say, in the most uh, PC way I can describe it. And uh, it's fair to say now that he has fully kind of eclipsed that with his performances. He's been so key to what we're doing this season. And, you know, I think he could be up against, obviously, a, a challenge in Son. But do you remember the game at the start of last season when we played Spurs at home and the first minute he put that clattering challenge in on Son? I'm kind of hoping a similar thing happens away from home. Uh, winning the ball, of course, and it not being a foul. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Ben White produces in this game. Uh, I, I, like the boys, have, have gone for the same lineup once again. I've put Gabriel as, as my star man for this one. I think with Zinchenko there, he's going to have to have a, a big performance again to keep us secure on that left-hand side. And I think he's probably been our best defender in the last few games. I think he's been absolutely excellent and standing head and shoulders above Saliba, to be honest, who has had obviously a brilliant start to the season. But I think Gabriel has been that man in the last few games to be critical for us. So I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing... Um, uh, what do you think it's fair him. on Gabriel, Tom? What do you mean? The picture you've chosen is grown here. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old picture I think it's fair he, he, it shows you where how far he's come not just in his footballing ability but in his hair follicle growth as well I think it uh, it's a good representation of that symbolic growth do you not think Ojo is that not fair this Gabriel you have was the one making all the blunders <laughs> are you saying his uh, his new hair has given him better footballing ability? Is that what you're? It's like Samson. The, the longer it grows, the better he gets. Indeed, let's hope he doesn't cut it off anytime soon. Uh, we're going to move to part two and predictions right after this. I feel bad for Jason, the chat box, who says, uh, I deleted the stream this morning by accident just as he clicked to watch it. <laughs> I had a few people say that. I had a few people message me saying uh, that they were watching it and then thought I'd inadvertently blocked them. I haven't. It just disappeared, unfortunately, through my own idiocy. Um, anyway, let's get predictions. Dan, we start with you. Scoreline and scorers, please. 2-1 to us. One. I don't think it's going to be a that wasn't delayed by the way, audio listeners. That was down. No, no, I was thinking, do ever to go the 4 1 or the 2 no, 2 1? I think will be uh, a fair score line. I think it ain't going to be easy. Um, I'm going to go with Eddie to get on the sheet, and I'll go with Benjamin ben Benny Blanco. We're going to get on the sheet as well. Lovely stuff. Oh, how about them? <laughs> It doesn't matter about them. <laughs> doesn't matter. As long as it ain't Kane and a penalty, we're all good. We're yeah, good. that's fine. That's fine. OJ, what are you going for, mate? Well, the last time I gave a prediction and we didn't lose, so I, I think the curse is broken now. So I'm confident and I'm going for a 4-0 win for the Arsenal. I think that that is relatively conservative from you, mate. So I appreciate it. Who's the scorers? Uh, two goals from Saka. One from Partey. 
and one from Ramsdale. You just couldn't give it to Eddie, could you? You just couldn't do it. I was waiting. I was like, surely there's four in one chance to, to get hold of Eddie here. But no, uh, fair enough. Partey, Ramsdale with one from a goal kick, of course, and a couple from Saka. Paul? I'm going 3-0. Um, <laughs> I'm loving this optimism, be... people. I really am. It's great. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie with the first. Saka and all the guys with the third. Lovely stuff. Uh, I am really happy with how much optimism there is in the fan base right now about a game that we've never won in nine years, but <laughs> we're going for three and four nil wins. It's brilliant. I love it. Shows you where we've come as a fan base. Uh, Pinny Wayne says it'll be an eight nil Arsenal win. This is getting silly now. <laughs> Rancid Pumpkin says two on Arsenal. Martinelli and Zinchenko. Uh, Emma Benjamin's going for a one nil Arsenal win. Temi says a shaky four two as long as the refereeing is free and fair. Uh, Yomi says three one to Arsenal. Odegaard, Saka, and Enket to get the goals and Martinelli getting two assists. Well, we're doing assist predictions as well. We're taking it very far indeed. Uh, Jean says 2-0 Arsenal, another screamer from Partey. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, similar to the home game we had in the 12th minute and in Ketia to get one as well. And then Ramsdale will save a Kane penalty. That would be quite the turnaround. Machiavelli's going for a 2-1 win. Martinelli and Eddie with the goals. Uh, John says 2-0 to us in Ketia and Partey. My star player will be Ramsdale for an outstanding save or two that makes sure we have a clean sheet. He's not had much to shout about recently, so the odds are he will soon. Nav R's going for a, a Partey and Eddie in a 2-1 win. And Adam says... 4-0, Ojo's on the happy pills today. So maybe he might be, but I tell you what, we'll all be, all be on the happy pills if we win on Sunday. So uh, fingers crossed we can see us bring home the victory. I'm going to go for a 2, I think 2-1 as well, Dan, to be honest. I'm being a lot more conservative. And I think it will probably be a penalty that they get. Um, but I foresee a red card for them in this game. Um, of course, one of the goals will be scored by Eddie and Ketia. And the other will be a Ben White screamer. And until that happens, we will continue to predict it. Because uh, that is the new TGT prediction. So a Ben White screamer, an Eddie and Ketia goal. And a red card for, let's call it uh, Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Because he is Pierre-Hoiberg for me. I just can't stand that guy. So yeah, we'll go for a red card for Hoiberg. Oh, honestly, honestly, that guy. It's just different, different gravy of dislike uh, for Hoiberg. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed. He sees red during this game. Um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and listening. As always, much appreciated. Drop a like on the video and subscribe if you're new. Dan, thank you for jumping on. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, Have we lost Dan? Oh, no, he's there. Sorry, you froze for a second. You're back. I mean, oh. Uh, it's, it's, it's Paul's stream. It's, it's affecting mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's internet infected everybody else. <laughs> yeah, no, as always in the Discord, and I am on Twitter, as I said um, last time. I'm not very active on it yet, but it's Dan um, uh, Wolf Gaming. So I'll be there occasionally. Lovely stuff. Oh, Joe, still number one. Thank you, my friends. Tell people where they can find you. Well, first of all, Tom, I'd like to address this uh, comment of the internet sites I visit. First of all, I only go to the links that you share on the Discord. Speaking of which, <laughs> so if you want to see what Tom shares on the Discord and why you need protection to see it, please join the membership. It's, it's fun in the Discord. You see people like Dan and Paul and, and you know the other people in the Discord, people like Daniel14. who is a Spurs fan, but who still contributes to the Arsenal course. Why is that it? <laughs> So uh, uh, please uh, come in and enjoy this. So you, you, in case you need wisdom and intelligence, I'm also there. So I can help you out. But for, <laughs> That's it. Just lost 50 members. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>
Dear Emil, Penny Wayne says promote the Strava. Yeah, you can join our Strava group as well if you want to get into our health and fitness promotion for the new year. I haven't unfortunately been able to get to a run today. It's been a crazy one. I'm going to have to do one. I did a longer one yesterday. I'm going to have to do another longer one tomorrow. Um, but www.strava.com slash club slash E-S-A-R-P for Eat Sleep Arsenal Repeat Podcast. So do get involved. And lastly, Paul, thank you so much for, for jumping on last minute. Really appreciate it. I'm sure Mike does as well. Um, tell people where they can find you, fella. Um, on the Discord as everyone else uh, and on Twitter. Lovely stuff indeed. You can find myself at Tom Cantor Media, although I don't know why there's a bracket at the end of my name there. For some reason, that's a bit strange. There we go. Sort that out. No bracket, just at Tom Cantor Media. Um, and of course, you can also check out the Guna Talk at the Guna Talk TV if you want to follow us over there. Plenty of stuff going on. I did a podcast with Kaya Kainak over on the Arsenal Ways feeds as well. Even though there wasn't a morning stream, we did a couple of morning streams over there. So you can listen back to that. He gave some insight on Mudrick and other transfer content as well. Tomorrow morning, I will be back. I promise. There will be an 8am show. I will not be a fool. I will not delete the show by accident. <laughs> um, but yes, very much so. NSW says, Tom, explain your colours. Yes, this is indeed a new piece of Arsenal merchandise. I'm a sucker for it. I invest too much money into it. And uh, yeah, it's ridiculous, but I love it. I think I think his question was why for a North London derby? Oh, I see. That's a very good point. And now I feel very stupid (laughs) if I didn't already. (laughs) But yeah, look, the clear it says AFC. It's right here. I could not be more gooners if I tried. So there you go. I've got labels all over it. So please do not read anything. Anything into that whatsoever. (laughs) Is this because you had Dan on your show the last week? He's infected me, mate. He's infected me. That's uh, that's all I can say. Yeah, if you want to have any clue about what Ojo's going on about, join the Discord server. It's non-stop, 24-7, good fun, good chat, uh, and discussions as always. And uh, yeah, Ojo's there to give some fun and perspective, uh, as is Dan and Paul as well, and plenty of others. Um, We will see you again, as I say, tomorrow morning. Have a fantastic evening. Enjoy it. Chill, relax. And uh, yeah, I'll see you soon. And as always, up the arse. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.